Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn Art Live Weekly Wrestling Show and the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Cool. It's not just cool, it's dot cool. We are here to talk about this past week in wrestling, and it was a big one. So we're here to talk about NXT Takeover, WrestleMania, G1 Supercard, Raw, SmackDown Live, NXT again, 205 Live. Um, so, it's other stuff. Wrestling. It's it's wrestling. I'm Owen. Joined as always by John. Joined as always by everybody out there who is way too tired after all this wrestling and doesn't want to see any more wrestling ever again. Isn't that cool, Owen? It's that cool. And I know this because we are streaming live over at twitch.tv slash ozone online. Check it out there. We are monitoring the chat and our Twitter at the heel turn. So send us your questions and your comments. We will get to them as we deem fit. Owen. John. I'm still so goddamn sleepy. Oh, yeah, me too. We, it, it was a lot. It's too much. Yeah, uh, for people who weren't following us along on Patreon, over at patreon.cool. Uh, we spent the weekend in New York, and by that I mean John also spent it in Manhattan instead of his normal place. And we did a lot of wrestling coverage and watching. I, I do have to get a, a correction off the top of, of the show, though. Because on the WrestleMania show, where we were very, very tired, and also we were at a bar, so we had a few drinks and was kind of partially watching WrestleMania... Um, apparently Ric Flair gave Triple H a sledgehammer. Oh. Which we didn't catch. So, for people who were trying to correct us, just wanted to let you know, I, loud and clear, I got you. Yeah. Yeah, I was confused there. I was also confused. I thought he gave it to Ric Flair. It was very weird. Or Batista, you mean? But, I mean, yeah, but Whatever. Yeah, no, that's what I was confused by, too, because it was also the commentary said something weird where they made it sound like, oh, man, Ric Flair pulled this crazy trick by, like, oh, by giving it to Batista, he was somehow trying to distract Batista Yeah, by being like, yeah, see, I'm helping you. But really, it's to, like, get Rick to give Triple H an opportunity to hit him, which was like, that seems stupid. Yeah, it was weird. But if the answer is, oh, I was just... Drinking a bunch of whiskey and I, I, you know, was confused. All right, fine, I accept that. Yeah, uh, it doesn't change the fact that that match was too fucking long. Yeah, it was way stupid. too stupid. Uh, Ric Flair was, went up to Batista and says, "Oh, you're with that dude now." Okay, check this out. <laughs> Distraction. It slides, a, it slides a sledgehammer to Triple H. Apparently, yep. So yeah, we're very tired. It's, we were, we did a lot of coverage. It was it was a good time. We, we, we should do this again sometime. Yeah, maybe not for a while, though. Maybe in two years. Yeah, no. Why? I don't want to go to L.A. Oh, but L.A., it's going to be warm there. It's good to go to Hollywood. I don't, I don't want to go to L.A. All right, all right. But we won't go to L.A. then. I don't. I don't like LA. Have you been there? Yeah, years ago. Oh, not a fan. Eh, what? A, it's it's fine, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't been. I haven't been there as an adult, admittedly. 
I have an idea for next time for WrestleMania, John. What? I have a crazy concept. How about next time we get tickets to the show? <laughs> like yeah, a, like ahead cool. of time. Like not not like trying to game the system. Like let's actually just go to WrestleMania. Eh. Eh? I'm kind of with everything that happened. I'm kind of glad we didn't go. Yeah, because we would not have been on the one of those trains that got out at out at one. No, no, we wouldn't have. No, we would have been all the way fucked, my dude. Yeah, it's crazy that that happened, right? I look, man. I saw those signs that said last train at last train there at one, and I was like, "Geez, that seems like a mistake." Yeah, they. I, I, I really hope that they're accounting for that because I don't think the show's gonna go. Like I don't think the show's gonna. I think it's gonna go pretty late. And yeah, they didn't account for it. It turns out it's fucked up because that is a serious fuck up on someone's part. Because here's the thing: like with the SEPTA here in Philly. Like, when there's, like, big events, like, at the sports complexes, not only do we have special, like, uh, subway routes that they just take you, like, express straight to the stadium, they also stay open late because they know, hey, people are getting out of the thing late. So, so they make sure that Jersey, it runs. So New Jersey Transit claims, basically, that, like, they weren't told. Like, they asked, and they were like, hey... We're going to shut down at one. Is that cool? Like, is the is that going to be enough time for your show? And, like, WWE is like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's fine. And they're like, oh, okay. So we're going to do one. You get that, right? And he's like, eh. And, like, apparently nobody ever really followed up. They should still just push the two to be safe. Or, you know, still kept, noticed that the show was running long and just kept them going. Uh, apparently there was also, like, some kind of, like, scheduling conflicts of like we couldn't send a bunch of conductors out or people because like they had already worked like the federally mandated limit of hours because we didn't because we didn't know to schedule for this seems all fucked yeah that's the thing is the whole thing's fucked and definitely like nj trans has taken some of the responsibility for it and rightfully so because they deserve it deserve Mm -hmm. to but yeah whole thing's fucked See, uh, my friends who cover wrestling who were at the show, which didn't get us tickets, but again, it's not their problem. Um, what they did was smart is that before the show ended, they had arranged to get an Uber. It was a very expensive Uber, but it was better than being stuck. True. It was a $70 Uber, but it was worth every penny. Damn, those monies, though. Yeah, but also, you, they got to record their post-show at 2 a.m. Back in New York. That sounds sucky, actually. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, we recorded ours a little... But also, when we recorded ours, we, we didn't have to go anywhere. It's true, and also, I guess what I was trying to get at there is like, man, because I, I was in, like, bed at 2, but then I think about it like, Wait, no, I actually wasn't in bed at two. And also, you, just you were home. drinking alcohol, and they were not. Well, fuck them. I mean, it's true, but also... I had a better time, clearly. Clearly, we had a better time. So, you know what? In the end, we came out as winners by watching it in a bar with a guy telling us Ric Flair stories. 
and Hulk yep. Hogan stories. <laughs> that Hulk Hogan story did not surprise me at all. We're not going to share them on the air, but let's just say Hulk Hogan is a special kind of person. Everything bad you've heard about Hulk Hogan? Yeah. 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 The Flair's cool, though. Ric Flair seems like a cool guy, except for, you know, his reported hatred of Teddy Long. Eh. Eh. You know. Old white guy. Yeah. Anywho, you want to jump into the wrestling news? This is the wrestling news? I mean, we can't. Do you want to jump into wrestling news? I mean, I, I I didn't know that there was other wrestling news other than... No, there's wrestling news. Can I hit the button so we can get into it? Fine. Yeah, John, that was just so... It's the song. You nailed it. But yeah, because, you know, we were just shooting the shit, but we actually have news that I'm pulling up. Oh, um, on Saturday night, we were at the G1 Supercard at the Garden, but at the Barclays Center, the Hall of Fame was happening, and yeah, a dude did a bad. A very bad. And it's a deranged person. Yeah, then it came out that this guy has got some serious problems, and wants to be an, is, so is he an MMA fighter? Like, I think, has he, like, fought professional fights? I don't know, prof- I don't know if professional, but I'm, I'm sure he's fought fights. Alright, well, point is, he, he's trying to get himself in the WWE somehow, and yeah, I guess he sure found a way to get in there. Being a fucking asshole. Yeah, like, tackling someone who uh, survived a stroke and had cancer. You're... No, fuck off. But guess what, Owen? Now he gets to be an asshole in jail. Yeah, he's gonna... Looks like it's a sentence that goes through. He's gonna serve a year in jail. But you know what the funny part of the story is? No. That uh, they had put uh, posted for uh, bail and... No one would pay it. No one. No one would bail. <laughs> no one would bail him out. Damn. Pretty good. So he had to spend the spend the night in the clinker. So fuck him. Yeah, I'm down with it. Um, next news story. You said that Raw's rating is the best of the year. They sure are, Owen. Was it really? I didn't think it was the highest of the year. It is the highest of the year so far. Well, it's down from last Raw at the Mania. Yeah, and it's not even above 3 million. Oh, boy. I mean, to be fair, I'm only about a quarter of the way through the year. Or I should say about a third. Third-ish, between a quarter and a third. Raw's been really bad, and so the ratings are shit. Oh, don't worry, the Superstar Shake-Up's next week. It's going to make everything better. Sure. Crazy things could happen, John. The bar could show up on Monday Night Raw. What? Wouldn't that be crazy? Wouldn't that be crazy? 
Paris thought. A, or like, what about Braun Strowman showing up on SmackDown? What? That's the power of the the, the Superstar shakeup, man. Anything can happen. They can't happen outside of next week. Becky Lynch being on both shows? What? I mean, she's she's double she's champ champ, so she can do whatever she wants. Okay. Yeah. Also, I I'm gonna say I don't think those belts are unified. They're not. I think she can just defend one of them. That's pretty cool. That makes sense. So do you think at the pay-per-view she's going to have two matches? That'd be cool. Mm, no, because Lacey Evans appears to be appearing on both shows. And well, the Superstar Shake-Up, she's going to have to pick a brand. Not necessarily. Kind of like EC3. We'll have to pick a brand. Not necessarily. She could just continue to use her powers of walking... Uh, out of the you know walking to the stage and then coming back. I, to just I think she's do that done that. Show. I think she's done with that. She didn't really do that on SmackDown. She just came out and punched Becky in the face again. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, but uh, speaking of EC3 that I mentioned, did you see that the dark match for SmackDown? He had a new manager. Hell no. Yeah, it was uh, Drake Maverick. What? Oh. <clears throat> oh no. What? Oh no, they're doing it. Doing what? They're doing it! What? What do you mean, what? They're putting it back together! Yeah, well, of course. That's They're experimenting with it, because they say, hey, these two worked well together, why don't we pair them up? Drake Maverick's not with the AOP anymore. True. Because the AOP don't exist. Oh man... Yeah. Also, uh, another fact about the Superstar Shake-Up. You know who, what else is involved with besides Raw and SmackDown? I would assume NXT. Well, I mean, they'll get people called up. They're not going to get people called down, though. But 205 Live is eligible. Okay. So, Buddy Murphy could maybe escape hell. I guess that would make sense as to why he uh, lost on Tuesday. Yeah, he can go hang out with uh, Alexa, whatever branch he's on. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, especially since you know Alexa's on Raw and she's on, and he's on the SmackDown tour with Two Hundred Five. And I, and I did honestly uh, on his match that he had on Two Hundred Five Live this week. I did notice that he was conspicuously listed right at. 205. Interesting. I mean, Mustafa Ali escaped 205 Live, and he still weighs, you know, under that. Yeah, true, but, like, I don't know. Don't forget, Buddy Murphy had the whole story about how he had to cut weight. Yeah, and then they dropped On that brand. Then they dropped it, because who fucking cares? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have one more news story from when he... I mean, they, they continue to bring it up, but only in passing of, like, Yo, this is how fucking good he is. That, like, he dropped all this weight to get on the brand because he knew we could kick ass on it. And he sure is. Mm-hmm. You want to hear one more news story? Yeah, sure. Uh, Sasha Banks, um... Did you, He's my favorite. Did you know she wasn't on Raw? Yes. I was like, hey, it's Bailey, but there's no Sasha. What? Oh, also, uh, Sasha Banks was supposed to be on the Wendy Williams show. Oh, really? Uh, she canceled that appearance. Wait, what? Due to personal reasons. 
What? Yeah. Something, something's going on with Sasha. She she What's missed it? Raw. She's she had to cancel the. This is how bad the Wendy Williams thing was. She canceled the day of and didn't give them enough time to find a replacement. So they didn't have a replacement guest for that episode. Yo, that's fucked up. Yeah, something's going on with Sasha. Owen? She's like hinting at something on social media, but like not giving away what it is. What is it, John? What's up with Sasha? I, I, I honestly don't know. I can't, I've been trying to figure out. No one knows. No one has any information. She's just alluding to things on Twitter. Using the hashtag, if you only knew. I, I don't know. Was she, was she, how active was she in the uh, match on Mania? I don't really remember, honestly. Like, I feel like she was pretty active. Okay. I was going to say, she she wasn't taking bumps, then, you know. That could be a... Sasha. That could be a red flag for uh, the thing that I think it could be. Again, I don't have any information, and don't, like, run off with this and say this is what it is, because I honestly have no idea. Maybe she's pregnant. I don't know about that. I don't know. She, a few weeks ago, she was talking about how she's super exciting news. And then she didn't fucking say anything about it. Hmm. I don't know. Something's going on with her. I guess, you know... Hopefully in the coming weeks, some information will come out, but as of right now, shrug. So that's all I got for news, unless you got anything else. I still think you're holding out on me. No, no, John, trust me, this is the podcast where I would be, like, giving information. I wouldn't just be willy-nilly saying it on Twitter and stuff. Oh, and I'm fucking with you. Alright, I'm just letting you know. Trust me, I would tell you if I knew anything. I always give you the hot scoops. Let's talk about briefly this past weekend. Because I just wanted to, yeah, give us a little, one last little brief respite or moment to talk about our final thoughts on the, uh, the two shows that we, the two main shows that we saw this weekend, Owen. Of course, the G1 Supercard, which we actually went to, and WrestleMans. 35, which we did not. I mean, we were outside the stadium. We, we heard Braun Strowman's music. That counts. Yeah, that was weird. That counts. We were there. Um, But yeah, if, if you want our full detailed thoughts on the G1 Supercard and WrestleMania, uh, we recorded podcasts live from Times Square over at Patreon.cool. Those podcasts, unlike the monthly premium podcast that we set at a high price tier, it's for it's for everyone. So if you just do the dollar tier where you get the show notes, you'll get these podcasts too. It's a little way of saying thank you for supporting us any way you can. And here's us super fucking late in the hotel recording the thing. So here's what I got, Owen. What you got? G1 Supercard was really fucking good and a lot of fun. 
Yes. Even if the Ring of Honor matches were pretty garbage, all things considered, except for, like, one. The ladder match! Ladder match was very fun. Ladder match is really good. I like the part where I went, whoop, whoop. I like the part where the whoop, whoop man walked out and I said, I'll see you in May. I like the part where... No, actually, I didn't like the part where the the purple ladder man won. No. He seems like he sucks. Fuck that guy. He seems like he sucks. I, I didn't like the part where uh, where Jay Lethal went through the ladder right next to me. No, that wasn't cool. And it bent. It be- John, that was an actual ladder that you get like from like Home Depot with all the stickers still on it. And it fucking bent. I didn't like the part where Dalton Castle didn't do anything. He's injured. I didn't like the part where those two assholes showed up. Yeah, I don't want to say them. No, I don't. But I feel like we do need to address now that it has come out and become increasingly clear that, no, this was a work. Yeah. This was definitely a work. I'm hearing that as well now. I'm starting to hear people more saying that. and Fuck this fucking company. Yeah, if they, they actually do this, you know... Fuck off. And you actually pulled this shit on your biggest fucking stage and like got that reaction from a hometown audience for these assholes. Mm -hmm. Like even we don't want to see him. Yeah. And uh, if you don't know, the the relationship between uh, Ring of Honor and New Japan has been deteriorating as of late. And uh, this did not help. I think that partnership might be ending soon. Well, you know what? It's not like New Japan doesn't have someone that really really wants to work with them. Nope, can't think of anything. Not at all. Not one iota. I, I think... The G1 Supercar was a ton of fun. I liked this being my first New Japan show. And yeah, it was a fucking fantastic New Japan show. And we got to see several of their big titles change hands. And we got to see the fucking Great Muda! Fuck, dude. You can say now that you've seen the Great Muda wrestle in Madison Square Garden. I can. It's fucking crazy. Also, we saw the IWGP title change hands. That doesn't happen often. Yeah. That's also crazy. True. We saw a 12-year-old goth kid get beat. Yeah. Yes. So, Owen, Mm -hmm. I've been putting a lot of thought into WrestleMans over... This past few days. Man's Liberty. Indeed. And I've decided that everyone can suck it. I'm right. This show sucked. I've been thinking about it, and I think I was too harsh on it because I was just bitter that we weren't there. No, I, I think that, you know what? No. Here's the, the God's honest truth. That match, that show definitely had some fucking highs. Like, the Seth Rollins thing was fun. 
Like Kofi. Kofi was you literally you saw me. I was fucking like celebrating in that goddamn bar. I was so excited when Kofi won. That match is fucking incredible and wonderful and a beautiful moment. And then there were three more hours. And you know what? I'ma just say this. If you cut out every single match that happened from Kofi to the the main event, you would have had a better show. Yeah, but there is one thing that was good in there. What's that? Elias. Elias was pretty fun, but I also wouldn't have been super upset if we didn't have it. I don't know. I, I liked the, the John Cena thing because he actually like went full on Thugonomic Cena, not just like oh, a watered no, don't down get version. Me. Oh, don't get me wrong. I I thought that was fucking wonderful. Mm-hmm. Okay, so maybe keep that one thing. Just as a cool off between those two matches. What about the dance break? No. So, fun fact. I was going down to the hotel lobby to pick up a food order. And I put the show on, on my phone just to follow along with what was happening. And mm-hmm. as soon as I saw that dance break... I I closed it out, I texted you, and I said, what the fuck? (laughs) Yup. Like, that crowd did not look like they appreciated that at all. That crowd was so angry. It's like, you're making this show longer? Yeah, they were a lot of people were getting antsy in the stadium because they also knew that the 1am time was coming. Uh Uh-huh. They're like, can we can we not? Can we do the show? And... Let me tell you, John, not only that, but the Charlotte Flair helicopter thing taking 100 years to happen was incredible. What a troll. Monster heel. Fuck, that's such a heel move. She had to wait there and get her robe on. I thought they were going to show her walk all the way into the stadium through security and all that. Because let me tell you, it takes a while to get to the backstage area. Yep. But fortunately, they had Ronda Rousey and Joan Jett play first. Joan Jett was pretty good. Yeah. Joan Jett. She's cool. You know what was not not cool? What? (laughs) That botched ending. I have seen no better summation of my feelings of that match than... A comment on the botched ending, uh, a story of the botched ending I saw on the internet, which was just the picture of Krusty with the cigarette dangling out of his mouth after they show the 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 communist Russia uh, itching scratchy replacement, uh-huh. and he goes, "What the hell was that?" Yep, just that one image, just like images you fucking can hear and feel in your goddamn soul. You know what the fucked up part about it is? What's that, Owen? Uh, so commentary brought up the fact that the shoulder went up, right? Well, be fair, Corey Graves brought it up. Yeah. So, that piece of shit. Yeah, so that happened. Admittedly, though, it was probably Vince telling him to do it. Mm-hmm. But not only that, but then we get to Raw, and... We uh, they show that the highlight packages and stuff, and they get to that match, and when the pin happens, the screen goes black. 
They blacked out yeah. the pin, and then they just cut to Becky celebrating. <laughs> Incredible. Dear God. Mm-hmm. So, uh, good job. What a fucking mess. There is. I, yeah, I stand by my low opinion of that show. It had a few good moments. And those moments were real fucking good. But a lot of it was sure was filler. Yep. I agreed. People saying it was the best mania in, like, years is our crazy people. Absolutely not. It had highs and lows. Highs were good, but come on. It was too I will definitely say it had some of higher highs than, like, some of the more recent ones. But, like... No, absolutely not. Honestly, I think that, like, last year was a better show on balance. Yes. Yeah, I'd say that. Made a lot of shit I didn't like. That main event I hated. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know. There, I think there was some cool stuff there. Yeah. Fuck it, I'll say it. I think the Strowman winning the belts with the kid was hilarious, and I liked it. It sure was dumb, but, like, eh, you know. Did you see the picture that Zack Ryder posted on Instagram? No. no. A picture of him with the tag belts uh, with uh, Nicholas. And he said, uh, and he thanked him for his advice going into the match. Pretty good. It's real good. Good content. So, uh... That's, oh, and that's all I got about that show. Do you got anything else? Whether you thought these shows were good, whether you not these thought these shows were bad, there's one thing you could say about both shows. What's up? They were fucking long, and there was a lot of wrestle. It's true. So do you want to talk about the other show that happened that weekend? Sure do, Owen. Another show that was pretty long. What's that, John? At least this one was only like, well, okay, it was like four hours. That was three. Uh, well, there was a little over three, but then if you count uh, NXT before TakeOver, well, you know, there's another true. hour. That's true. Still shorter than G1 Supercard, though. Mm-hmm. Anyway, NXT TakeOver Bootleg New York. Uh, bootleg Brooklyn. Bootleg Brooklyn. A.K.A. NXT TakeOver New York. That's so weird. Owen. But I get it. I gotta say... This is, I feel like this might have been the best show of the, of the weekend. Yeah. Like, as much as I really did enjoy Supercard and thought that there was some fucking great shit on there, and, like, man, it was sure fun to see, like, an Okada match live, and, oh, my God, that Ibushi match just made me lose my shit. Uh-huh. And, of course, goddamn seeing Muda, man, just the wrestling on all this show was incredible. It sure was. <laughs> like, every match on this show was fucking awesome. Like, they all told very different and each very differently compelling stories that I all really enjoyed, and I loved every single part of it, and the end. What more do you need? Did you, so did you finally watch the rest of it? 
Yeah, I did. What did you think of? I've seen all of it. What did you think of Walter? I mean, what I thought of Walter is that holy shit, that match is fucking amazing. And yeah, if I had to fucking like actually rank this this show, then yeah, that NX that takeover that UK title match, fucking number one with a bullet. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. Just the story they told of just Pete Dunn doing everything he can to pulling out every trick he has and just like finally meeting his match and being outdone. And just the fact that Walter has to keep pushing himself and doing like he that fucking splash that he won with. Like I literally lost my shit. Like I could not believe that he fucking pulled out a goddamn frog splash like that. Hell yeah. Like, holy fuck. Dude's a beast. And it just shows you like this dude fucking wants it. He's so good. He's so scary. I love him. Yeah, Walter is pretty good. I've been trying to tell you that. Walter's fucking rad. And he's now the champion. I loved every part of this match. It was so fucking exciting and so well done. And even to the point that, like, the parts where they clearly botched, like, made it look good. Like, when Pete Dunne was trying to do the flip over him and then, like, tripped on him. And, like, yeah, you could say, oh, maybe you meant to do it. But, no, I think it's pretty clear that, like, he kind of tripped on it. And then, like, Walsh was like, you know what? No, I'm just going to fucking go in and just, like, fucking hit you. Mm-hmm. And it's going to look even better now because, like, oh, maybe Pete Dunne could have got it if he didn't, like, slip and have to catch himself. But, no, Walter's just like, fuck you. Bam. Yep. I have a question then, for you, though. Yeah? With uh, Pete Dunne losing the title... Does he get uh, Superstar sh- shook up? I don't know. I could see it, definitely. I, I could see him going to SmackDown. Yeah, I could see him definitely going to, to the main roster. Hear me out. What's that? Pete Dunne versus Samojo. Sure. And th- does that not excite you? That's, that's pretty cool. Pete Dunne versus Cesaro. They won't let Cesaro do anything. Come on. I know. They just meet, keep, keep making him do this dumb shit. True. Anyway, so here's my quick ranking of everything. Yeah, that UK title match, absolutely incredible, fucking amazing, easy match of the year candidate. Uh, tied at number two, definitely the last two matches, the Women's Fatal 4-Way and the NXT Championship match. Yeah, I think the uh, the women's fatal four way is underrated. I think that, I mean, look, honestly, for me, it was easily number two. Like, and then I was gonna put, and then the NXT Championship match. But then, yeah, wow, that NXT Championship match, like, they actually the wrestling in that is fucking incredible. And like, yeah, maybe they do too much of like the kicking out of finishers thing, but like, no, that fucking story that they tell just with the fucking actual wrestling is fucking wonderful. I mean, they, they only kicked out of one each. I don't know. I feel like Johnny kicked out of a couple last shots there. Eh, I must have missed it. And also the whole, like, Undisputed Era attack. That was, that was pretty crazy. Yeah, there. I don't know. I feel like there's a, a little bit, a couple times where maybe they went a little bit extreme, but like 
it was so fucking amazing. I'm not going to fucking sit here and complain about any of it when it's so goddamn incredible. But it's also why I think that, like, the, the women's match is equally as good because just the story that they told was just... I, th- I thought it was way more interesting. And, that, like, they had a whole bunch of characters that had all these different motivations and just made it really exciting and really cool. Like... Yeah, and the Sky Pirates getting in into it with each other pretty good. Yeah, I, I mean, I that was part of the that I loved that like you know you have these characters playing these great roles of just like Shayna being the fucking angry, brutal bully who is going going to prove a point who she can totally cheat and do whatever the fuck she wants and get away with it, but like she's no, she's the underdog here, and she's going in to prove a point by not bringing in any of her stupid friends. Like, that's a great fucking story of, is she just fucking hubristic, or is she just gonna be, like, fucking brutal and prove that she's the best and gay? We saw what happened. Then you have fucking uh, Bianca Belair doing her whole, like, undefeated mindset thing and still not really getting it, but also just hating everyone and wanting to fuck everybody's shit up. And then you have the Sky Pirates both doing their thing of being, like best friends and, like, working in simpatico, like, having this fucking great tag team thing of just taking everybody out and then push comes the shove, they try to avoid fighting each other as much as possible, but then they don't let anything go. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a fucking brilliantly told story and a really well-done match, and I fucking absolutely enjoyed every single part of it. It was ridiculous it was chaotic and it was so perfectly told mm-hmm. and then yeah i'd say after that is the the north american championship match which i thought was a lot of fun yeah but also uh the most important thing besides the actual match was uh dream's entrance dream's entrance was pretty amazing he was the statue of liberty he was the Statue of Liberty. And it ruled. I loved every part of it. And this match was fun. Mm-hmm. You were saying something? Else? No, I wouldn't say that. I, was, I disagreed. Like, yeah. Okay, yeah. No, I, I don't know. I, I don't really know what to say more, more about this match. Like, it, it wasn't... I don't think it was super exciting by any means, but I thought it was, like, really well wrestled. I thought they told a really good story of having... Like, Dream kind of outmatched by Matt Riddle, but, like, being smart and being clever and, and like, that that pin out of the bro mission that ended it, I thought was really cool. Yeah. He outsmarted him. Yeah, like, and I thought that was a good way to deliver Matt Riddle's first, like, actual pin and loss, is to have him just get outsmarted in a way, not, like... Like, if he was winning on his skill alone, he would have gotten it, but, like, he couldn't accommodate for one little trick that got a a flash three. Yep. He was too focused on the submission, not focused on his shoulders not being down. Yep. And, yeah, I I thought they told a good thing there. I I thought thought for sure they were going to turn him heel, but then they didn't, and I'm into it. I like what they're doing here. I am too. And then, yeah, I'd say the worst match of the night was the tag team championship. That's fucking crazy to say because that match was a barn burner. And that's the thing that I have written here in the notes. 
it was still better than basically every match on Mania except for Kofi. Yeah. Wild. Like, this match was fucking great. And, like, they made me like the goddamn War Raiders. What the shit? Yeah, War Raiders are not bad. Don't know why you hate them. It's not that I hate them. It's that I just think that they're kind of boring and I don't really get it. But this time, watch it's like, okay, now I get it. They're actually, like, really, they have some cool shit that they can do. I feel like you should go back and watch the War Games match. They did some cool shit in that, too. Yeah, I guess. So, yeah, this was anyway. this was a nice send-off for uh, Ricochet and Aleister Black. I can't believe they didn't get all the titles, Owen. Hey, listen, pal. <coughs> I was hoping. Didn't, didn't pan out. Instead of let, you know, pushing them, they're just going to let them fade into the background of the main roster. Yeah, because it's the main roster. Yep. That's why they were crying at the end, because they're like, uh, the last time we get to be in front of a good crowd. Bye. Yep. Bye forever. Bye forever. Until we go to AEW. That won't be for a while, unfortunately. It's true. Anyway, that's it for NXT TakeOver. Yeah, it was a good show. You want to quickly talk, cover the matches that happened on the show before the takeover that aired tonight? What is this he wrote here in the notes? NXT be- NBT, NXT before takeover. The clever girl. Candice uh, Candice LeRae fought Aaliyah. Why? Well, I mean, I know uh-huh. why because they do the storyline thing, but why? I don't know. Was it good? Fine, I guess. Okay. I don't know. Leah's not great still. Candace is good. I like Candace a lot, but you know. They're not doing much with her. Yeah, they're really not doing much with her, is the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. This match is fine. Vanessa Bourne was there. Sure. Candace won. Of course she did. Yep. Mr. and Mrs. Wrestling had the win. Forgotten Sons had a match. No. I'm not sure if this match actually, like, finished or happened or something. I was kind of not really paying attention because of the Forgotten Sons, but, like, all I know for certain is they beat the shit out of Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch, and I don't like it. Fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck these guys. Is that it? No, because the main event oh, was they had three Street matches. Profits. The Street Profits had a match with our buddies uh, Fozaro and Smalter. All right, hold on a second, John. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that Smalter and Walter were in the same building and they didn't Smalter, do anything. Smalter and Walter were in the same building and they did not do anything because they were on different shows. I mean, they were in the same show. It was just an extra hour of TakeOver. It aired a different week, though. I know. No, it's the same week. It's just a couple days apart. Uh, within seven days. Within seven days, but also, I mean, it's the start of. Yeah, the, yeah, I know, I know, but still, they got them. Put them together, you cowards. But yes, make them 
make Smalter ride on top of Walter's shoulders. Did you see the picture someone posted of the two no. pitch, pictures they took over the lane on top of each other of before the match and after the match of the Walter match? No. Yeah, so there's two pictures this person took in the arena superimposed on each other of uh, Walter standing, you know, as he does in the ring. And then slightly off to the side is him with the belt after winning. And it's kind of like has like a ghosting effect. And it's like Walter is his own stand. Okay. Because that's a JoJo joke for people. And it looks hilarious. And I'm like, what if we do that? But instead of Walter, one of those is Smalter. <laughs> Just do it. Just make Walter Smalter's persona, you cowards. This match was short. Okay. It was like six minutes, five minutes, six minutes. Who won? That was fine. The Street Profits. Oh. They bring the swag. So Walter Smalter uh, went, you know, one one. Yeah. Damn. Alas, poor Smalter. Mm-hmm. And Fozaro. Fozaro. That's that's some that's such that's some name you got there. Well, here's the thing, Owen. You see, I, I figured out a good plan for how I'm gonna we're gonna pay me to like you know get a new microphone and all this stuff because you're clearly not gonna give me any Patreon money. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm thinking here is we're gonna start a line of uh, action figure of bootleg. Uh, knock off WWE action figures based on all the characters that I've come up here with all my silly names. So, you know, we got to start brainstorming how we're going to do the Bing Bong figure, the Randall Snake Man, uh, Johnson Wrestleman, Smalter. Yeah. Uh, Alan Cold. You know, of his famous catchphrase, Alan Cold, children! That's new. That's a new one. You haven't done that one before. It's pretty good. Came up with that one earlier. I'm pretty proud of it. That's that's fucking great. I hate you. Anyway, that's it for NXT. Yeah, nice. Can we go now? Uh, no. Sorry. Bad news. Uh, look at my notes here. Uh. Not, we can't well, talk about Alan Alan Cold anymore because he's not on any of these shows. No, not, not yet, not yet. But uh, hopefully not ever. So we just talked about two shows at the Barclays Center. We have to talk about two more shows that happen at the Barclays Center. God damn it! Raw and SmackDown after Mania. They really didn't put any fucking effort in this year. No, I feel like maybe they finally realized that, like. Yeah, the crowd's just gonna be shit, whatever we do, so... I don't know. Yeah, why don't we, uh... Instead... Do this big stuff at the shake-up. And also, why don't we just be really mean? And also, did we just had, like, a ton of NXT call-ups. We should not do a lot more of those. Remember EC3's still there? I'm... Don't remember, Nikki actually. Nikki Cross is still there? I vaguely remember seeing her backstage during a cutaway at Mania for people watching Kofi. What's weird is all these people still have NXT on their uh, Bomb 3rd, so... 
they need to get them assigned to brands. And hear me out. They should put Aleister Black and Ricochet on separate brands. I agree with that, but I have a question for you, Owen. So, Where should they put Lars? Uh, they should put Lars on Raw. You know why? Why is that? Because I don't give a shit about Raw. And I don't, I don't give a shit about Lars. Damn. But he's the thinking man's monster. Yeah. But also, He's pro wrestling dot cools most potential in the new year. Yeah, but also he had rough mental times, but he got better. <coughs> um, someone on my Discord had a really amazing gimmick for Lars, and I need it to happen. And I'm not gonna say names to you know, protect people, but let's just say. Um, a certain they they think that Lars should have a gimmick that is just mimicking a certain Canadian friend that we know that is really about positivity and just yells angrily positive quotes. I don't know who you could be talking about. I don't know. Do, do, do you actually not know? Of course, I fucking know. Okay, just make sure, and I don't want to say it. I not know. But when he put those quotes from that person into all caps and have and make you imagine Lars doing it, I am way into this. I, let, yeah, it's not a terrible idea. Let Lars be a positivity monster. Anyway, what the fuck did Lars do on these two bad shows this week? Oh, he uh, he killed Kurt Angle on Raw. Why was Kurt Angle there? I don't know. That's a good question. He fucking retired, and then he did wrestle moves on Baron Corbin, and I'm like, also, yeah, it's like I'm fuck. mad because you beat me fair and square. Like you actually just pinned me clean because I'm a dork. Yeah, I fucking suck. Why don't I just leave? Up oh, here's Lars. Well, I guess now he's leaving in a body bag. Yeah, which I guess is what he always wanted. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie though that the Laura showing up was an actual surprise because I'd forgotten about him. Yes. Oh, he we all did. He also showed up on SmackDown in a real fucked up way. I know, but first he there was something that happened on SmackDown that was real fucked up in a way. What? Are you talking about the thing that happened right before he came out? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Usos uh, defended the SmackDown tag titles against the Hardys, and uh, the Hardys won. What? But they literally just defended the, and successfully defended the tag titles at Mania like two nights ago. Yeah, but the Hardys weren't in that match. That's some shit. Yeah, SmackDown at the Mania. Hey, the Raw, the Raw tag belts were on the Hardys. line, too. Remember? But the, but the Raw, Raw Tag Champs actually successfully defended them. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't like it. So yeah, then Lars came out and killed the Hardys. Hooray! Why are you hooraying that? Because I want him to break Matt again. Yeah, but here's the problem. Break both of them. You make this... Or the, Brother Nero. You make the SmackDown tag belts seem like 
bullshit. They are bullshit. Why couldn't they have beaten up the Usos, who had lost the match? Why couldn't Lars beat them up? Because the tag team division is bullshit. Yeah, they should merge those belts. We don't need two tag belts. I mean, we, yep. correction, we don't need three tag belts. Because the women have one. True. Um, another thing that kind of carries over to both shows is uh, Sami Zayn came back. He sure did. Did, did you see his promo? I did, and I saw his match on Raw. That was really fucking good. Of course it was. He fought Finn Balor for the title and lost. Mm-hmm. And then he cut a promo and said, actually, fuck wrestling fans. They suck. And it's like, on one hand, I really like the promo, and I think this character's like, the way he's playing it is really good. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I don't know about some of the things he's saying because they sure sound a lot like Vince. Do tell. I don't know. There, some things where it just feels like, oh no, the problem is not the company. The problem is you people. I think it's pretty funny. Because that's exactly what he's doing. And he's he's being a heel about it, and it's awesome. It's giving Vince an outlet to tell the people what he actually thinks. I'm aware. It's just, again, it's not that it's bad. It's not that it's not being done well. Sami Zayn is a fucking consummate professional and excellent in his job and will fucking make... He will turn fu- He can do the Chris Jericho thing of turning horrible segments into something at least a little bit watchable. That Planet of the Apes thing says, what's up? And again, the worst segment of last year says, what's up? Like, Sami Zayn did that fucking horrible transphobic thing with class in the palm, but it was still fucking horrible. Mm-hmm. And just like this, you know what? It continues to bum me out, as I said in a certain podcast here, that one of the more fucking progressive and left-leaning members of this show has to keep shoveling Vince's fucking regressive garbage and trying to make something at least a little bit decent out of it. I have a feeling he's kind of, like, doing it tongue-in-cheek to say, like, yeah, we, we know this is bullshit. Yeah, I know. It's just... I don't know. It bums me out. He showed up on SmackDown. I, I saw that. Pretty good. He's like, yeah, that's you're right. SmackDown's the B show. Who gives a shit about them? They're not worth being called out on their garbageness. Then he's gonna get drafted to SmackDown. Only if Owens gets drafted to Raw. Did you know that they advertised in the arena uh, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn is the dark match after 205? You get people to stay? No. Do you want to know how that match went? How did it go, Owen? The bell rang. Kevin Owens hit the stunner. He pinned Sami Zayn. 
Match over. What? Yep. <coughs> yep. There's one stunner. Then he came back in the ring and gave him a second stunner. Then he left. And then he came back and gave him a third stunner. That's it. What? That's it. Is the stunner's finisher now? Yeah. What happened to the Palpa Powerball? I don't know. He's Ever since he came back as a face, he's had the stunner. I don't get this. But also, that's such a good troll to the fans making them stay for 205 Live by just having a one-move match for a thing that a, a crowd like the SmackDown and Romania would want to see. That's mean. It sure is. It's their fault for going to the last show of this 100-day WrestleMania week. Not wrong. What else happened, Owen? I'm tired. Oh. Like, I'm really falling asleep here. Oh, no. All right, let me try to wake you up by saying Elias had another concert. He had the... You know what? I will say, I was pretty dead on with most of my predictions uh, last week on the podcast. You were off by a day on this, though. Yep, I was off by a day on this one. I still feel pretty good about it. I mean, it was... The rumor would be going around that Taker was going to show up. But him dropping that dead man line right before it was really nice. That was... Also, I thought that Elias fucking kicking Cena's ass on Cena's weird, like, slow talk, fake rap thing was really good. Elias is a goddamn professional. Elias is fucking great. Undertaker is old as fuck. He drops that line, and then old ma- old ass Undertaker shows up. And, eh, I don't know. Undertaker's fucking old. Yeah, I don't want to see him wrestle. Well, guess what? I know we're gonna see him wrestle in Saudi Arabia. Muhammad bin Salman is all like, "I have a lot of money, and I really hate journalists." <laughs> what a coincidence! So does the WWE. <laughs> Weird, right? I know, it works perfectly. I saw that clip of his command grabbing his papers. Yep. <laughs> Fuck. I never i never seen that clip before. Me either. That, that was real good. good. That's fucking crazy. It's like damn Vince, even for you that's fucking wild. He's a fucking crazy person. Yep. Yeah, Undertaker was old, he's gonna wrestle again. Uh, I can't wait to see him and Elias have a match. I'm sure it will be great. We kind of talked about Lacey Evans already. How she's showed up and actually did something besides walking. Thanks, Mega Barbie. Yeah. Have fun dying to Becky. Do you want to know what I wrote in in the notes for this? What's that? I wrote, Lacey Evans does a thing. And then under that I wrote, no, blackface isn't the thing. Just making Hopefully it clear. she learned her lesson. No, of course she didn't. What the fuck's wrong with you? Man. People who are yeah, like that don't point. learn. Yeah, fair point. So, yeah. She, she's gonna feud with 
Becky, I don't know what, for which belt. Who cares? I, I want to see Lacey do something. I, so she'll stop fucking doing what she's currently doing. Yeah, I guess so. Um, here's another thing I wrote in my notes for Raw. Title versus title? More like fuck you. I'm not even mad that, like, they did that fake out because, of course, they were going to do that fake out as bullshit as it is. What I'm mad about is they had the fucking bar do it. Are you fucking kidding? These assholes? And on and, like, Raw. This is supposed to be a crazy surprise of, like, oh, my God, the bar are on Raw. Like, so the fuck what? The, the, the shakeup's next week. What the fuck we doing? It's also just like, why are you here? Who cares about you? Like, and you're really just doing the same shit you do every single week on SmackDown, except on a different show? Fuck this. And then they fucking have the match of the New Day with the bar and Drew McIntyre? Like, why? I don't... Like, again, shakeups next week. The fuck we doing? And how are... And also, how are these surprises that people care about? Like, don't. the guy that lost to the Rom Dog that made the Rom Dog look strong at Mania? And then he made the Kofi look strong. The team that made the Usos look strong at Mania? Yeah, apparently. Like, come the fuck on. I don't know. Uh, the Dean Ambrose had his last match. That never started. <laughs> yeah, what a great last match, huh? Yeah. Yeah, but at least they did the thing after Raw. Yeah, the thing after Raw was actually very sweet and wonderful, and I thought really well done. Yeah, they posted... You should look that up on WB.com. They posted it. They had a national nice send-off for Dean. If we were doing that, that would be my pick of the week. Also, notice that they actually acknowledged... Uh, that Renee and Dean are married. Yep. Like, I mean, they've sort of done it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they've alluded to it, and they did then like very obvious hints, but this is the first time they just straight up said, go attend to your husband. True. And she, well, actually, and she actually showed like actual like emotion, aside from the time that he got stabbed in the eye with a pen. Literally, that one was just legit. That's fucked up. Drew McIntyre's dick. Yeah, so, uh... Don't, don't use that pencil. That's not cool. So goodbye to Dean. Best of luck in your future A-Dever of W's. Nope. I think he's gonna take some time off first. Yeah, I think so, too, honestly. You know what I think should happen? What's that, Owen? I think Renee and Dean should have a babby. Why? So he can be a stay-at-home dad for a bit. Mm, let him let him make their own decisions. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying, bab- Babby. Have Babby. I've got I, I got pregnancy on the mind, dude. It's springtime. Sorry. I think pay, it, I, Dean. I, I think uh, Sasha's have a baby. I think Renee should have a baby. The the Mrs. and Marie's are having another baby. Does Dean even know how Babby formed? No. He's a lunatic. He's a titty master, but he's not necessarily a master of the other part. True. 
That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's true. Are we done with this fucking show? Uh, one more thing. Uh, two more things. Sorry. Because we got to talk about SmackDown. Um, the Iconics defended their newly won titles for the first time. Hooray! Guess who they fought? Guess what big team they fought? Here's a hint. This team is undefeated going in. Who is it, Owen? A bunch of jobbers that they called the Brooklyn Bells. Is it the Brooklyn Brawlers' daughters? It might be. Point is, they kept hyping up that they were undefeated, and then the Icocks beat them. <laughs> and they were super fucking stoked about it. Well, yeah, it's the Iconics. But, uh, Paige was there. Paige there. Paige there. She was watching backstage. And she says, I'm gonna bring a tag team to fight them. So she's gonna match a team. Who the fuck are you? You're not even anything anymore. You got fired, and you got a movie that nobody saw. Well, she's gonna be a manager now for a new team. And I think I know who it's gonna be. Sky Pirates? Fuck yeah, dude. I think it's gonna be Sky Pirates. Hear me out here, Owen. She needs to say Paige here every single time she shows up in her place. No. She has to say Paige Ahoy. No. That's what she says when she leaves. Fine. She also needs to have a, a pirate hat. Hey, Chan. She needs to have a pirate hat. What else did you want to talk about, Owen? Oh, uh, <laughs> Shane and Greg are having a feud, and it's amazing. I actually have seen some of this, and it's pretty funny. <laughs> Shane is so fucking bad. He just wants to go the best in the world. And then he fucking nails it at the end. It's amazing. Man, Greg is so fucking good. hes I think he might be one of my favorite uh, ring announcers ever. He's really good. Remember back in the day when he was just Creepy Greg on NXT? Yeah, I remember when he was Creepy Greg. And now he's just Greg. He graduated. He, he glowed up. I will say, though, I was reminded of what it's like to see a true professional... Uh, in the the latest being the elite. Why? Did you not see it? No, I I haven't watched being the elite for a while. Uh, there's some really good bits with Justin Roberts. Uh, great. What, what did Just, what did he say? Uh, he announces Cody at one point when Cody's getting coffee. Great. Cody and Cody does a weird look at the look back at the camera when he says the American Nightmare. That's <laughs> pretty fun. That's pretty good. He announces a guy while he's taking a, a leak at the urinal. As you do. And the guy's like, still so cool. <laughs> That's great. Being the elite's still pretty good. I'm glad. Some weird things. They The the outro, it's no longer the boys crotch chopping on the roof. Fuck that. It's... It's animated versions of them now. It's strange. I don't like that. That's kind of that's kind of stuff that makes turns turn me off on being the elite. It's very clashing with their bad new intro too. Yeah, I don't like their new intro either. 
I like the idea of the intro of we're gonna make it look like that Royal Rumble game for the Super Nintendo. Yeah, they just like I think they just got that company I think it's to funny do it. and clever, but also, yo, it's doesn't look great. That game doesn't look very good. No. That's all I got for Raw and SmackDown. Hooray! You want to talk about 205 Live? Yeah, let's quickly talk about 205 Live and then we're fucking out of here. Uh, yeah, two matches this week. Uh, first we had Jack Alher versus Humberto Carrillo. Why? Because they're mad about losing that match last week, so they're going to teach him a lesson. And what it's like to truly play the ground game. Are they still friends? Sort of. We'll get to it. Drew Gulak was on commentary. Yay! They they fought. They, they, there was the match, and it was fine. It was good. I don't know. It was it was a good match, I guess. Okay. Crowd didn't give a fuck for the most part. Mm-hmm. Well, surprise, surprise. Uh. Yeah, Humberto's about to win it, and he goes up the top rope to do his thing, uh, and Drew Gulak pushes him off. What? Yep. Well, I mean, no high-flying, so I get it. And starts to beat the shit out of him. Uh-oh. And he's going to deliver one last punch to him. Yeah? But then Jack Gallagher stops him and punches Drew Gulak in the face. What? So I guess Jack Gallagher just turned face now? Oh, man, I like those guys as a group. And broke them up? I don't, I don't understand this. I hate it. I, I, don't, I don't get it. So yeah, then there's a promo where fucking Buddy Murphy says a bunch of words and is all angry and stuff. As you do. Then Tony Nese says a bunch of words and is all... I was so excited to won the title in my hometown. You're never getting this title from me. What? Yeah. Bland ass fucking bad before him. Okay. But before we get to that match, Owen, we have one more backstage segment. What's that? Oni Lorkin's hanging out talking to Drake, Drake Maverick, being all like, I'm Oni Lorkin and you're my boss. Checks out. And then Cedric Alexander shows up. Oh. It's all like, motherfucker, I want my rematch. I'm going to get my rematch next week, and I want to be here to be all like, fuck you, Oni. Fuck Cedric Alexander. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, that's that's what's happening there. Cedric and Oni are fighting again next week. Okay. And then Buddy Murphy versus uh, Tony Nese again. Great. Again? Yep. How was it? This match was fucking really awesome and the crowd was super into it and it was really, really, really fucking cool and it was also 20 minutes. That's a lot of time. Longer even, like maybe like 23 minutes, I heard, 22 minutes. I heard 30. It's It might be close to that. It's really fucking... It is a fucking epic and... It was great, don't get me wrong, but, man, this is a long fucking match to have after everything that has fucking happened this week. Mm -hmm. Like, 
don't get me wrong, there's some really cool things in it. Like, they they told a really compelling story of just, like, Buddy Murphy doing a lot of, like, weird spots of, like, throwing Tony Nese over the announce table and doing, like, certain things, like, playing possum and then, like, tricking him. And then Tony Nese doing the exact same things back to him. Like, there was a weird symmetry between the two that they sold that, like, I thought was really well done. But, like, I don't know, mostly what I got out of this match is that, like, I think my problem with Tony Nese is that, like, so you know how he has his dumb thing where he just, like, talks to the camera a bunch and says a bunch of dumb inane shit that mm-hmm. who cares? It made me realize watching this match, like, oh, wait a minute. This would make a lot of sense if they were double-turning them. And, like, Tony Nese is supposed to be a heel now. Talking about shit like, oh, man, I got something even nicer than my abs, and I'm not gonna give it up. You know, he means the title. Right. Or, like... He says something like, there's one part where the fighting and he fucking jaw jacks at, uh, at Buddy Murphy and says to him, like, come on, I thought you were, were supposed to be undefeated. Like, or, you know, un- or thought you were supposed to be unbeatable. What happened? Like, at WrestleMania. Dang. It does like, sound heelish. Exactly. He says some, like, weird cutting shit that just, like, Honestly, it reminds me of, like, some stupid, like, fucking uh, Roderick Strong trying to talk tough shit. Like, his being his weird, dumbass, toady, undisputed era guy. And, like, I think that could work for, like, a, a heel Tony Nese champion. Like, a cocky piece of shit guy like that. Mm-hmm. But I just think for this weird baby face they're trying to do, I'm not into it. Yeah. All that said, still a really exciting match. Uh, nice won with the running knees. Of course. Twice. He hit it twice. Double knees. Double knees. Bye forever, Buddy Murphy. Yep, can't wait to see him on Raw. And bye forever, heel turn, a production of Pro Wrestling. Wait, what? Tool. Hold on. Not forever. Just for now. Ah, fine. Also, it's not just cool, it's not cool. It's a website! Go to the website! What about our Patreon at patreon.cool, where you can help support it's us? It's not just cool, it's Patreon. It, Give us money. It, yeah, for as low as 25 cents a show, you can get the show notes for this and all episodes of Heel Turn, along with the bonus shows that we recorded over the weekend. And then, of course, we have higher tiers if you want to get more goodies from us. So, uh, yeah, make sure you check it out. And anything you can do to help us is appreciated. Venmo me. I'll give you No, John, you're not doing the Venmo. My undying love. What else you got? Facebook? What I got is the Facebook, which is at facebook.com slash PWDOTC, or just type in ProWrestler.cool in the search bar, because let's be honest, you're probably looking at Facebook on your phone. That's typically what people do now. Mm-hmm. Twitter? Uh, we have Twitter at the heel turner at PWDOTC. Uh, podcast website? ProWrestling.cool, it's not just cool, it's .cool, and I guess also ZoneCast.com, and also we stream this fucking shit live every Wednesday between 9 and 9.30, over at twitch.tv slash ozone online. True. And you can follow me on Twitter at I am John GM. Follow me. And also Instagram. And I guess Twitch at video underscore shames. Uh, I'm on the Twitter at the underscore ozone. 
And you can follow me on TikTok at Owen Douglas with two S's. I don't think anyone that listens to this podcast actually uses TikTok. Oh, you're with that app now. Okay. Check this out. Marco Polo. Dang. Alright, we'll be back next week with more wrestling talk. And next week's a shake-up. It's not as exciting since I cover both brands now, but we'll see. I guess technically it is a shake-up since, you know, NXT and 205 Live are involved. You stay away from my children. Nope, sorry, I'm, I'm taking them all. So, until then... I'm gonna go sleep forever. This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.